the media, I think the public of Jersey, um, we are all fully aware that, 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 that children's services and treatment for young people has not been the best. It's not been very good at all, actually. Um, and we have an opportunity now to get it right and get it better. And that's not going to happen with government working on their own. And that's a fact. Um, government cannot do this and ca government cannot get this right on their own. They need to partner with good, solid agencies like ourselves and others in order to make that difference and actually start putting children first. That was Jason Wise, CEO of the Silkworth Charity Group, and you're listening to the Bailiwick Pod with me, James Filial. The government is doing it for themselves. That's the message which one local charity went public with this week. Silkworth spent up to £240,000 refurbishing the old Brigadon Children's Home on the St Clement's Coast Road. Hope House is designed as a small therapeutic facility for young people with emotional problems or recovering from addiction to stop them needing to seek help away from Jersey. They did it as they thought such a facility was lacking in Jersey and they could help. Initially, they got what they describe as a flurry of referrals from social workers, but that soon dried up to none because, they believe, officials in the children's service made a decision to stop them. It's now emerged that the government is planning its own facility, described as a small therapeutic facility for young people to stop them needing to seek help away from Jersey. Silkworth feel their service is being wasted, and what they describe as the gatekeepers in the children's service are barring the door. Fiona Potany spoke to the Silkworth CEO, Jason Wise, and asked him to describe Hope House. Well, I mean, I think it starts with the, the name itself. I mean, Hope House, it, it's, we, came, we came up with the name because we wanted to give very much that word hope to young people that, that within the island are struggling. The property itself is, is it, the view, the position of the property was what sold it to us in the first instance. We walk through the door, the first thing you see is this beautiful big garden and the sea. Uh, that's therapy and treatment in itself. So when we took... Uh, occupation of the property the first thing we we wanted to do was soften it we wanted to make it homely so um, that started from the right at the very front door putting a new porch in changing all the flooring so that it had carpets like you would expect in a family home um, a lounge a dining room like you would expect in a family home we wanted to remove the the feeling of being institutionalized because um, part of the the offering and the therapeutic environment is, is, is very much a young person wanting to feel wanting to be there in the first instance, but also feeling safe that they can explore their own feelings and they can talk about them. So, you know, um, that that first experience of, of a young person coming to us and, and seeing the property and seeing what a bedroom looks like, uh, we want them to want to come to us. Um, and, and, and all that begins right from the very outset as uh, from the, the look of the of the place. So it was really important to us. So that that that's the initial feel. You walk in, you feel safe, you feel at home um, and you feel that you can open up. So tell us a bit about the kind of young people that Hope House would welcome in and, and the reason why this uh, facility was needed in the first place. So um, originally from the, the, the care inquiry, that which, which happened a number of years ago, uh, we, we were aware that there were issues. I mean, we, we work with adults in our other treatment centre, uh, 18 plus, where we, there are families impacted by, the, by substance misuse, but also um, the, some of the younger, the, the children of those, those individuals coming into treatment, they were, there were other issues, mental health issues, not necessarily substance misuse, um, but other mental health issues. So we embarked on a journey, uh, I would say about seven years ago, actually, uh, with regards to 
looking at what we could do to support young islanders with with mental health issues and substance misuse issues um, and we went to a facility called hazel and betty ford um, in in minnesota in, in america uh, seven years ago and we visited a treatment center called pioneer house and it was there that we realized that we could we could adopt something we could take the best practice adapt what was needed for the island uh, because obviously Jersey is a unique, a unique place in itself and you can't just pick up a program and just stick it in. We, we had to look at how we could, we could uh, introduce something that would, would not be losing the core value of what it was about. And when we went to the, this, this uh, treatment facility called Pioneer House, um, we really seen straight away that there was, there was so much opportunity for, for us to help um, and support and work collaboratively with other services in Jersey, including the government of Jersey. Um, so we started the process with a uh, introduction of, of what we call a family program, which was for any islander um, in the island that, that, that has a family member or somebody close to them that suffers with, with addiction issues, but also mental health um, issues. And um, we, we, we started, we introduced the program. We then moved on and we introduced another program called Silkworms, which is for seven to 12 year olds that have a parent or older sibling that suffer, suffer with addiction or mental health. Um, and then it left us uh, with one more, one more area that we had to concentrate on, which was the development and introduction of a residential facility. Something that was not going to be, you know, like a like a like a like a clinic. Mm. It, it was like I said right at the very beginning. It had to be homely, um, but finding that property in Jersey is is very is very uh, difficult. Despite the fact that we we have got beautiful properties on the island, uh, finding a property that had the use that had the, um, the 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 ability to be able to operate as. A, you know, as a as a under the children's home uh, uh, law, if you like, it was quite difficult without going to significant expense. And when Brigadon House, which was a former children's home, became available, and we went to see it, yes, it was it was quite it was quite clinical and quite institutionalised. But the 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 opportunity that we we, we felt and we, the vision that we could see for that property to provide a therapeutic treatment facility for young people was just absolutely amazing so we've done everything we, we did everything we could to get that property and it took us a year to get it um, but we got it uh, we've invested significant uh, charitable funds in developing the property and um, making like I said making sure it's homely and everything but also um, we've invested significant funds in ensuring that we we employ the right people uh, to to and and, and uh, that, that to run the program as well as as keeping um, the the opportunity for growth alive. So tell us a bit about um, those individuals that are working um, at Hope House. You know what type of qualifications do they have and how are they set up to help children that come there? So I mean we have to we we employ a number of professionals on a consultancy basis. So we you have to have a, a psychiatrist uh, that you have access to. Any young person that comes into Hope House has to be assessed by a, a psychiatrist, which we employ and we fund um, independently of anything. It keeps its right. It's the best uh, way for the child, for the young person, but also for the for the unit as well, because the unit's got to be kept safe. Um, we also employ a uh, counsellor, so there is there's always going to be that that delivery of therapeutic work, whether it be on a one to one basis or on, on a group basis. We have some really structured 
workshops which focus on particular areas for for the individual if i may say that the the, the program itself is is a is a client-centered program so we're looking at the indiv individual needs of that person but at the same time being able to to operate in a group a group environment because the majority of what goes on in a, in a treatment facility, particularly like, like Hope House or Silkworth Lodge, um, the majority of what goes on is within the group. It's the group dynamic. It's, it's, it's learning from each other and, and knowing that it is safe to talk and actually that, that they're not alone and they can, they can, they can share things that they, they may have struggled with. You mentioned earlier that it was important that uh, you were able to collaborate with government in setting up this facility. So tell us about those discussions. Who did you speak to about this? So we, we engaged right, right at the very beginning um, with uh, the, uh, uh, chief, chief officers and the chief executive in particular, uh, um, the director general uh, of children's services, right at the very beginning before we even um, we, we, we embarked on, on, on the property. And the, the the appetite for what we were talking about was 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 very much agreed with and and, and huge, um, and through that process, particularly from I would say June May June last year, I've invited various senior officials, um, not just from within government, but from from other from other services as well, to come and see what we've the offering that we have in order for that when we were ready to open they would know that this is this is here so the the conversations began a long time ago um and i think you know and, and like i said to you before when we when we read the the care inquiry and we we, we it just cemented exactly what we had uh, we had been working on strategically for a number of years so it, it, it motivated us to 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 even to drive forward even quicker mm -hmm. with it and that's what we've done um and and part of that process the, the 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 correct thing to do and the right thing to do is to engage with 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 government engage with other other organizations so that we're not crossing over um that we're ensuring that there is a need for what we've got and every person that we've spoken to has, has absolutely confirmed that the public of jersey have confirmed that um, um, and you know it, it's it's a service that we've we've got available to young islanders we've provided statute we've provided um, beds of to statutory service we're not asking for any money we've asked we've, we've said we want access to the young people so you opened hope house in march you had a flurry of referrals what was the experience of the young people there what was the reaction like when they they came so, in so i mean it's it's like anything i mean the, the I always say a young person that goes into Hope House has to want to go to Hope House. So that what we were experiencing or what we were witnessing was, number one, the unknown from the young person before they got to us. So there's a process to follow. Um, we will meet with the young person um, and then we will invite them to, to come to Hope House with their family um, to, to actually seek the place. And the feedback we've got is it was didn't quite know what to expect i think it's always going to be that feeling of oh it's going to be like a prison or it's going to be uh, like a children's home or an, an institution um and actually it's completely opposite to that 
And that's what the young people buy into as soon as they see it. And when they see that, um, you've, 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 you've got a head start because they know that, that we, are, we are investing in them. We want them to get well. We want to give them the tools that they need. So at the very outset, I think it would be, it'd be safe to say that the, 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 the reaction, if you like, from young people that came to us was, was a bit surprised um, because it's not what they expected. But a positive surprise. Absolutely, absolutely. A positive surprise in that, you know, when we talk about, yeah, we're going to be doing workshops and we're going to be doing one-to-one counselling, some young people, like that, that's, that's quite daunting to them, mm. having to talk about their feelings. Um, but when they, when they, when they get, get into, the, into the role of it and they start to enjoy it and they start to feel better because they're actually doing the suggested things, uh, that just passes on within the group. So it sounds like it was off to a really positive start, but then oh. suddenly the referrals stopped. Why was that? It, it was off to an amazing start. Um, I think the, 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 everything we heard was people were excited by what we were talking about. They were saying, oh, it's so needed and, and et cetera, et cetera. And I think there was even a lot of stuff on social media that, that, that could back up what I'm saying there. So um, the... The problems arose, if you like, um, when we were unable to, I would say it's, it's more internal stuff that goes on within government and, and red tape and, and bureaucracy that, that they have to deal with, which is why it's better for organisations like us to do this type of thing. Um, so, you know, the, the, we were getting excitement from some social workers that we were engaged with and they were thinking, oh, they could see the need for it. But then, unfortunately, the... The, the bureaucracy that's in, involved with a lot of these things. And, and rightly so. I mean, you, we're talking about children here. We have to make sure it's right. So I, I, would, I, must, I must highlight that. Um, but what we must do also is give choice. That's what we must do. We should not and, and must not pigeonhole young people and their families into something that that that, that that's what they you know if it's if, if, you know whether it's a statutory service or a volunteer they need to be able to to have choice and and know what's out there and know what's available um and our approach right at the outset was right well let's work more closely with government because actually a lot of these young people that will be coming to us may already be in the system somewhere and government uh, 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 you know actually have access to those young people but what we're now experiencing and what we feel is and 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 the expression i'm going to use isn't wrong it's it's my opinion and i think it's right um but the what is happening is there's a gatekeeper approach going on and that's not right that is not right we should be um this this we're living in a modern world now this nonsense of gatekeeping and all that carry on should should be gone um, but unfortunately, that's that's my opinion on what's going on, because, you know, you know, I've spoken to some families um, that, that, have, you know, that have come to us direct. And that's another thing I must highlight. I think there's some families that didn't realize they could call us. They didn't realize they could actually pick up the phone and come to us uh, direct for either. You know, it might it might be that, that Hope House isn't suitable for that young person, but at least they would have explored it. And I think that's I think that's what we've got to get to. We've got to get to a point where where the ex, the exploration can be done by the family, by the service, by the by the young person themselves. 
Let's just um, touch on that phrase gatekeeping you've used there. I mean, what do you mean by that? Is there the suggestion that government wants to retain control of children's services? Is there perhaps a nervousness of working with a third party? Yeah, I, I think there is an element of that. And, 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 and your uh, uh, synopsis of what, what, of what I mean by gatekeeping is absolutely correct. Um, I, you know, it's, it's government has a role to play. They have a responsibility to, to young people, particularly young people that are under the minister's responsibility. I accept that. I think that's right. And I think, yes, there are protocols that need to be followed. But let's follow the protocols. Let's get things in place to deal with, with actually, the if you want to use the expression referral process. Let's not drag our heels with this. We're talking about young people's lives and we're talking about mental health where it is getting worse for young people. It's not getting better. Um, at the moment, it is on a, it's on a slippery slope. What we're offering is this, <laughs> you know, I, I say it with a smile on my face because I, I still am in disbelief that uh, we've got this facility here which can complement a lot of the already good work that's being done within statutory service and also within other voluntary uh, voluntary services. So, you know, that, why are we putting unnecessary hurdles in the way? We don't need, to, you know, we live in this, in this world where hurdles can be bashed down. We can deal with hurdles. And we've tried that. We've tried that uh, collaboratively, working, talking. Um, but actually, I just want the, I just want the public of Jersey to know that if they've got if, if there's a, if there's a family in need and you and you're struggling and you're not getting what what you believe you you want, come and speak to us. We'll have a conversation. You know, it, it's it's not a commitment. Come and have a conversation, and, and we can we can try and help you. If 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 Hope House isn't right, then we can try and guide you in the right direction. In fact, I've already done that with with three families. I've had that conversation where I've sat down with them, and 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 try to give them direction on where they can go, because maybe Hope House isn't isn't the, the, the right option. How do you think we can move away from a situation where there is gatekeeping in place? How do we remove those barriers or hurdles? What needs to be done? We, I think we just need to knock down this 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 control this this control element and feeling. Um, is this know, a long-standing we, we, cultural issue? Is I, I think it is a cultural issue. I, I think it's something that's existed particularly over here for many many years, um, and you know I've I've seen. If I could just go back a little bit uh, from 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 adult services point of view, you know, we experienced a similar type of thing many years ago when when we opened um, Silkworth Lodge as an adult rehab. It was a similar experience, um, but I have to say, and I, I have to say, very complimentary that you know the health and community service have moved on from that mentality. They really have. The the, the you know. The new care model, for example, really highlights that. It's about working with partners to, to work within the community because statutory settings are not always the best. There is a need, absolutely, for adults and children's services. Of course, there's a need for, for statutory services. But, but also, there's, there's, there's private and voluntary services out there that can really add some beautiful value to, 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 to the work that's already been done and value for the work that's not being done. As things stand right now, in your opinion, what's the best next step to move things forward? So, um, I mean, we're not going anywhere. I mean, Hope House is, is not going anywhere. We have uh, some wonderful support. Uh, we still have uh, young people that are and families that are contacting us direct. Um, and, and so we're not going anywhere. We're, we're still going to be delivering a service and we're going to make sure that, that, that young people that, that know about us can get access to us if that's the right, the right thing. The next step, in my opinion, is, is we've 
got to we've got to um, break down the, the barriers uh, within within government. You know, I've had lots of really nice discussions and conversations, and that's great. You know, and and spoke with some really nice people. Um, but you know what? I can I can talk to nice people every day. I'm not really I'm, I'm not. That's not what interests me. What interests me is actually talking to nice people in government, but also actually getting access to those young people so that they can be considered for Hope House, or they can make that consideration themselves for Hope House. Just finally, as it stands, the government obviously has this commitment to put children first. Do you think they are putting children first? I think the, I think the strap line, putting children first, um, you know, do I like that strap line? I'm not sure I, 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 I do. I think let's, let's forget about strap lines. Let's put action into place. I think that speaks for itself when we're actually seeing stuff happening and and you know the media i think the public of jersey um we are all fully aware that 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 children's services and treatment for young people has not been the best it's not been very good at all actually um and we have an opportunity now to get it right and get it better and that's not going to happen with government working on their own and that's a fact um government cannot do this and government cannot get this right on their own they need to partner with good solid agencies like ourselves and others in order to make that difference and actually start putting children first jason wise thank you very much thank you that was silkworth ceo jason wise speaking to fiona potini you can read more on that story at bailiwickexpress.com you can find this pod in all the usual pod places and if you enjoyed it please like and share the music at the beginning and the end is i shift my weight by luno that's all from the bailiwick pod this week Thanks for listening.